10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6. Hello and welcome to Rocket Fuel, your daily update of everything that's happening in the Rocket Pool community. My name is Wack, today is Friday, June 7th, I'm sorry, July 7th, and um, we've got a quick episode for you again all today, so let's get started with that. First of all, we're going to start in the DAO forum today, where the rewards period has been open for one week now, so let's have a look at some of the different grants, bounties, and retroactive award submissions that we've gotten, and you can have a look and see if you should apply too. So the first one we have is um, this right here from um, Polar Punk Labs. So Polar Punk Labs is wanting to do a rocket pool case study managing decentralized staking. So what this means is that the, here they say that the rocket pool case study is a part of a series of case studies to use in my classroom, but released as an open source license on GitHub for general use. It is part of my level three web three educational case studies project and GitHub. And then there's a link to uh, Polar Punk Labs level three. Level three is a web three education case studies open source repository. And now it includes the following sections. So there's a history of Ethereum proof of stake, history of Rocket Pool. Um, it will include, sorry, um, Rocket Pool uh, products overview and the case study problem. So, um, you know, this is from a person who teaches at a university. And there's some information over here. It says that I'm a lecturer assistant professor in management information systems at the College of Business at the University College in Dublin, which is an island. And um, there's also these different pieces of information about how the course would work and um, what you know will be produced by this and where the information will be found and um, yeah then you can go and have a look at that this person um, is asking for three thousand dollars which um, two thousand of which will go to a research assistant 500 will go to an editor and 500 will go to sundries that's just like extras that might might come up um, and uh, they're saying that they got a previous grant from Aave for a case study. They got $5,500 there. But um, this one, they think that they can get done for $3,000. So um, that's nice. Um, Patches here has a renewal for the rescue, um, Rocket Pool rescue node, um, which, you know, if you have issues with your node, then you can use the rescue node to make sure that everything's working uh, the way it's supposed to. And... Um, you know, Patches gives good information here about um, what is working, what isn't working, what they've done, what went above and beyond. Uh, like, you know, for example, they add, added Lodestar support, which wasn't there when they applied for their grant. And there's more information there as well about um, how it's all working, how the money has gone, um, who the team is, like Ken, Popash, um, Patches, Hani, Abu and Sleety are part of the team. And it gives a breakdown of how much RPL they've each received for this, if they've got any retroactive reimbursements, etc. And what their expected um, uh, outgoings are per month over the last few months and how all that's added up. And then uh, Patches here says that he the, his um, ongoing cost will actually be $520 a month. As July invoice also contained a small proration amount. And then there's a multi-sig which has like some money in there and that lasts them about three months, etc. So um, that's, uh, they're renewing the, they think it's a huge investment on returns because they, uh, you know, the, uh, it's profitable if there's only one or two validators connected at any given time. But um, as of writing this, there are 175 validators connected. So there's a whole lot connected. <laughs> so it's definitely like profitable uh, for the, GMC to keep funding this 
of course that's not me as a gmc member speaking that's me as whack host of rocket fuel speaking um so patches presents the case there here we have long island blockchains which is projected uh, pre presented a project rocket split so this is a project that will make um um, split contracts available to everyone in the Rocky Pool community. It's an extension of uh, Marco Barco and Worth Alter's notes or their whale marriages or mine and Romana's um, dolphin marriage contracts. So that information, um, they like have been working on that. They've been gathering all the information for it and getting it ready. And it'll be Romana and two people from Long Island Blockchain who'll be doing the work together. And um, they've got uh, giving information about what work is and isn't there. And they are asking for 500 RPL um, for the work done and for the um, everything, all that except audits. So there'll be there'll be no formal audit or um, any regular audit include included in that. So that that's just the cost of all the development and getting all the work done. Here we have a grant application from Shifrin, um, who's the admin on the GMC. So this is a POAPS. The, Shifrin, um, you know, applied for a one-month test during round two, and um, you know he don't he gave out like a certain number of pops. Now he's back with the idea of uh, giving out twenty-four pops over the course of six months, and for that Shifrin is asking for um, three thousand dollars, five hundred dollars a month. Um, so that that as well. So those are grant applications that are already there. Next we have um, some bounties that have um, that have come out. Um, the first one is one from um, Valdorf, which is Watchtower, Watchtower Dissolver for any node operators. So uh, there's some duties that are given to the ODAO, which uh, Valdorf is saying that should come into the community. So, um, you know, we can do it on the grants basis where people will get a grant for every... Um, one of these instances that they do so here there's a dissolver for node operators is smart node pull request that implements following if a node uh, operator opts in using a tui monitors for dissolve opportunities dissolves using flashbots to avoid multiple people paying, paying for gas since only the first will succeed and for all the order nodes it doesn't dissolve until one hour beyond and get launch timeout so um here there'll be some changes that will happen to um, to make this work um, and he says uh, benefits will remove a duty currently being performed by the ODAO so you can go and read the rest of the information from there but um, Valdorf thinks it's worth about two thousand dollars but maybe we can talk to the person who chooses to do the option to see if it's they should get paid more or less and then dissolve a mini pool is the same idea this again is a duty that's being done by the ODAO and then it'll be taken away from the ODAO to put into place um, using this bounty and um, then they'll be um, working with these two bounties will kind of work together so both of them will have to be approved but with this one um, as they as they keep the actions going then they'll get paid in the future as well so 0 0.1 RPL plus ETH refund for gas um, and um, I think there's some payment as well for yeah, okay, so I'm not sure exactly how it'll work, but I guess some of the more technical members of the GMC will um, understand that, especially Joe. Uh, next is uh, bring the Rocket Pool uh, documentation website up to date. So um, Val says that there's a lot of areas in the website where things are out of date. For example, it references an upcoming merge. Um, it has um, information about the commission being 5 to 20%, which hasn't been for a very long time. It has information about 15% being the default commission, which it hasn't been for a very long time. So... Val here is saying that 
um, this uh, this uh, whole website should be updated for like um, easy piece of information like that uh, and um, the person who does that should get paid $1,000 in RPL um, but like figure it out and then Noshua is letting Val post again so here there is uh, more information from Val saying MEV theft reporting what is the nature of the proposed bounty he says very little visibility into MEV theft is happening how frequently how damaged etc we not be able to get we may not be able to get exact answers but we should get close so he says uh, level detail for each MEV boost block check if an acceptable fee recipient was used for each vanilla block calculate how much was lost by not using MEV boost and then high level it says uh, losses due to a wrong fee recipient they can um, lose their ETH or ETH per period or affect the APR that's for um, uh, the protocol like and then losses due to not using MEV boost total ETH ETH per period affect an APR and then distribution of MEV boost bids for all blocks all rocket pool blocks all rocket pool blocks that do not use MEV boost with correct fee recipient all rocket pool blocks that use MEV boost with wrong fee recipient and all vanilla rocket pool blocks this is the start items are the real meat of this work if those distributions look mostly the same then we can be confident there's negligible theft ongoing so there's more information here as well and um, Val says that this um, you know the work um, should be paid about fifteen to twenty thousand dollars for the core deliverables. Um, Val says, "I know this is quite a bit, but to me, this work is currently critical. We're not actively penalizing fee recipient um, issues or use of vanilla blocks. This only makes sense if we have evidence that the system is working well. Right now, we do not have the evidence." He says, "This for stretch goals, up to two two thousand dollars for additional relays, up to five hundred dollars for a non-technical dashboard. The full price would be for a highly informative dashboard." With with strong user experience um, that's five thousand dollars more so um valdov says there's some chance i will compete for this bounty or work on the team competing for it so that's a conflict of interest and um um he says um you know i have vested interest but only if i end up uh, doing part of the bounty work so that is all of the bounties at the moment and then finally we have retrospective awards that um that are uh, going out and um, here we have one from Val for DC McCartney, who made Rocket Sweep that we're going to be talking about later in the episode as well. Um, and um, you know it's a uh, open source, and uh, it's an easy place to look at all unclaimed rewards for a node. And then um, payment, uh, Val says, you know, a thousand dollars maybe, but the author should be consulted a little. Um, and he said, I thought the all nodes component of Rocket R might be a similar impact for the protocol as a reference point. Um, and then there's another one here from Valdorf, um, which is um, RETH slippage for IMC. So this was uh, a tool created by Ramana. Um, and it says that, you know, this is a, a tool that helps you see what the price impact of 1% uh, sale of, no, what, how much RP, how much RETH you have to sell to cost slippage of 1% for the, and this is a crucial piece of information for the IMC when they get their information together and Ramana is part of the IMC but this um, creating this tool was above and beyond any um, IMC work and then um, Val says he uses this um, this tool constantly and it's amazing because it saves him so much time for his work and gives him time to do other things so he says uh, the payment should be about a thousand dollars he says the direct impact is very focused which makes me think low but uh, it made for more Val time and slightly happier art 
uh, Rocket Pool Val. Two hours of Val time a month for a year would be a good buy at this price, I think. Worth a quick chat with Ramana to see if he feels it's reasonable. And then here there's um, two retroactive awards at Shifrin as the uh, GMC administrator is putting forward. One is for Val, uh, which is um, governance facilitation. And then the second one is for um, Val as well, of course, which is uh, IMC work applications in round two uh, based on that. So this is just a matter of bringing the two rewards that were given to Val more in line with the amount that was initially um, um, asked for instead of the amount that was um instead of the amount that was given so um, there'll be some um, that will go to the gmc for approval as well and next we have this one from m murthy which is a retroactive award for karma delegate dashboard so this is for karma and they built a dashboard that um gives you information about um, the rocket pool voting and all the people that you can vote for the delegates for that this is a proposal details can be found here so that was in the previous um, application round and um, they were told at the time to you know that um, the gmc is actively funding dashboards and it's more of a thing of um, maybe do the work and then see if depending on the impact of the work you can get um, a retroactive current potentially so i guess they started working on the dashboard the first version was launched at the end of the month and then there's an announcement um and then it gives you benefits of what the dashboard is and um, it also tells you how much they're asking for they're asking for 300 rpl which will cover the following already completed work setting up the dashboard maintain the dashboard for one year with the uh, bug fixes etc um and enhancements requested by the community so yeah those are all the uh, grant applications that have come in so far i know for sure that there'll be a few more coming in before the end of this period that's because at least one of them will be mine but but there'll be others as well i'm sure and um, i'll keep you all up to date with those as they're coming in but that was really cool okay next uh, we saw that there was another order member who voted for the uh, ODAO Charter, which is of course happening on chain and not happening using Snapshot. So currently we have Fizz, Lighthouse Crypto Manufacturer, Rocket Scientist, Beacon Chain and um, Consensus Codefy. So that is six uh, ODAO members now who have voted in favor of this. Um, we need 10 ODAO members to vote for the charter to pass and of course you know the inflation reduction etc to pass as well. Um, there are four team nodes so if all four team nodes were to vote true for this an agreement with this then um would be done and the it would reach quorum and it would also uh, pass um if they all voted true of course however we have not um we've not seen those 14 nodes come in yet so i'm not sure what they're waiting for get on it guys but also you know there's other um other people who are on the order who can vote as well so there's 19 at the moment so we need 10 for it to reach um, quorum and for it to pass and um i'll give you an update when more of those come in so consensus code uh consensus code five they voted yes and um we'll I'll let you know as more come in okay next we are moving on to some follow-up that we got from Kane um, from Kane's governance work so um, of course Kane says that you know he um, is designing the on-chain voting system for the PDAO which would remove the guardianship and the man in the middle uh, impact that it has at the moment so here there's this person from um, UMA um, Stonk Bronker 
um, who says, have you gents looked at OSNAP from UMA to solve the governance decentralization problem? TLDR evaluates the results of snapshot votes on chain and automatically executes transactions from multisigs. A bunch of DAOs with the same problem you have started using it might be more resource efficient than removing your whole governance system on chain. And then there's a link there to the UMA documents um, and um, that idea. And then Kane followed up from that saying um, thanks for reaching out and suggesting the solution if i understand it correctly from my brief read of the docs it relies on some trusted network to oracle the snapshot result on chain as a form of fraud proof is that right it sounds like a cool idea but i don't think it aligns well with our protocol's values by shifting the responsibility onto an external oracle network uma token holders are the ones who resolve disputes and umas um, market cap is 114 million which is far a bit lower than rocket pools and our DAO is run by uh, node operators themselves so uh, now governance capture is a lot easier so basically what Kane is suggesting here that someone could buy out the UMA tokens they could use that to um, kind of basically attack um, the votes for rocket pool and by attacking the votes for rocket pool they'd be able to impact a protocol that's far bigger than 140 million dollars like closer to a billion dollars um and and um really impact it there so um i think he was kind of saying it doesn't really work for us but then the person um got back saying um we dig the model because any DAO can be as involved with the validation process as we are the oracle validates statements optimistically so there's a window where anyone third parties the rpl community um, can dispute an assertion as being inaccurate dispute equals automatic deletion uh, uma token holders only intervene to decide how bonds get split we can't reject disputes and once the outcome is validated on chain anyone can execute it so your community can come in and initiate the transaction or deploy or upgrade contracts etc basically run and maintain the protocol without core team having to take central ownership of anything uh, plus keeps the gasless voting from snapshot so uh, Kane says, what's stopping anyone from disputing any valid proposal for grief, loss of bond as determined by UMA holders? And then he says, that's a good follow-up. Uh, yeah, asserters have to put down a bond. Disputers have to match it. If they're right, they get a percent of the asserters' bonds. If they're wrong, the asserter gets a percent of the disputers. A portion gets taken by the protocol, so there's no profitable strategy to g for griefing uma holders vote secretly and we get slashed if we vote with the minority side Legi legitimately 99 percent of assertions go through undisputed pretty much all disputes are from protection markets or something where there was legitimate ambiguity but yeah tldr i'm just a huge fan of rocket pool happy to help out but still a maxi no matter what and then Kane says, appreciate it. I'd like to think of the worst case scenario versus the happy case. If someone had 50% of UMA tokens, they could essentially hold the DAO at ransom by disputing every change and then voting that the dispute is valid every time. So there's still um, definitely some um, issues here that are that are going forward. And, um, and um, sorry, I'm laughing at something that Maverick said. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, there's still some discussions going on around here, but I think Kane wasn't fully convinced, and I don't think they've come back yet to talk about this issue. Um, if it, if the issue does come back and, you know, there's more discussion about it, um, then I'll let you all know, because I find it, firstly, personally, I find it fascinating. So, yeah. Um, actually, let me come back to that at the end of the episode, because there's a little funny thing there. Um, right, so a nice little thing happened overnight, well, this morning, where... Um, 1kx who's one of the biggest um 
node operators at Rocketpool um, staked um, 70,000 RPL and then on one node and then 70,000 RPL on another node worth uh, 1,400 ETH each. And those two deposits of 140,000 RPL really nuked our rewards. <laughs> but that's joking. Um, you know, our, our rewards, obviously, the more people that stake, the less rewards you get because the inflation is fixed. It gets divided up amongst more people. But that had the happy... Um, um, happy uh, side effect of uh, rocket pool hitting 9 million rpl tokens staked by node operators in total now so that's a really nice uh, development that we've seen here like another milestone that's been hit 9 million rpl is just less than 50 percent of rpl um, well it's 50 percent of rpl where we started in um in 2021 wow it's already been nearly two years um well just over a year and a half yeah um we need another 750,000 to get us to where we are now, you know, with the inflation that we've had in a year and a half. So just hitting 50% of our PL staked, I think I would have thought it'd be in a bit higher at this point, in all honesty. Um, one of the things that's happened, of course, is that, you know, converting to LEB8s lets you make a lot more ETH effective uh, while not needing to make more RPL effective if you're someone with a higher collateral point anyway. Um, I think if you needed more... Uh, rpl or if you could have added more rpl then that number would have shot up a lot like because um the whales who have rpl like above 150 percent would have staked that as well but that's totally fine um yeah nine nine million eth is staked the effective amount is a little bit less than that but um it's looking really good Okay, yesterday we talked about how there was a Grafana issue if you updated your operating system on your node. Well, uh, we got we figured out what that issue was. So here, um, Joe is saying, attention node operators, earlier today, Docker released version 2.19.1 of the Docker Compose plugin package, which the smart node uses. This is a broken release that contains a bug that will stop Prometheus and thus Grafana from working. If you recently upgraded your system packages or have automatic upgrades turned on, and you notice that Grafana is now reporting no data, for everything you are likely impacted by this bug this will not affect statisticians. it simply affects your ability to monitor your node via grafana if you'd like to wait until a fix is released you're welcome to do so if you'd like to fix it now please follow the instructions below and then there's instructions below of the how you can first of all check if you have that version and if you do have that version then there's a whole bunch of different um, linux options that uh, will show you the the code you need to um, run in order to fix the issue so that's that's how you do it um and yeah so you just need to restart the service um after it's done to make sure that prometheus fixed up and then here at the end we, uh, joe says thanks to patches and mark maurus uh, for running the issue to ground and reporting the fix so yeah that's nice thanks joe for that update and hopefully if your grafana has balked then um, you can use the guide here to fix it. The link, of course, is in the notes in the description below. Right, next we have this update from uh, D. McCartney, um, who I mentioned earlier. Um, Val, of course, nominated him for a retroactive award. He says, I just really dis released this to Rocket Sweep. Um, so he had an update before saying, um, yeah after some feedback i simplified the dashboard a little bit now it starts with just one glowing green button that sweeps everything and then there's a little tuner you can expand to customize the sweep i'm sitting on this until i get a chance to test it a bit during the next reward interval um so 
we've we talked about this rocket sweep on the website like a while ago when it first launched so let's go have a look at a little play around but um, he says the most notable difference is simplify sweep for safe users to claim all rewards in one shot intervals consensus and execution it also includes a lot of little style tweaks feedback very welcome please let me know if you notice anything broken if you've got an idea for missing feature that you'd like to see added or improved and kane says looks great um madmat says this is better and better each time do you have girly version i usually can't don't do anything in minute before testing on girly dc mccartney says a good idea i started out there but i have stopped for now since the distraction of n faults errors seems to outweigh the confidence gains plus for actual transactions i'm never i'm never not uh, simulating them on tenderly first and that said my gut says the non-ui code is getting complex enough to justify carving out bits for more automated testing that's relatively easy to run against other environments i guess and chain snapshots but let's have a look at the actual uh, tool now and see what is there i just need to wait for it to open okay so let me show you this angle so here what happens is you connect your wallet address to view your nodes or you can use um, a node address so let me actually go and get thomas's because thomas of course is um, our biggest whale um, well on a single node so if we go to nodes and we see um, the biggest nodes sorry i should have done this beforehand um, yeah rockets can, can be a tiny bit slow sometimes let me just get that to load okay so here is thomas's address let's just grab that really quickly um oh here it is i can just copy it from the address bar okay then we go back to rocket sweep and let's find a node so here we have details that have come up for thomas's wallet um, as you can see over here there are a whole lot of eth waiting to be swept there's a whole lot of rpl waiting to be swept um and Let's have a look. So there's a thousand ETH waiting to be swept. There's nearly thirty thousand RPL waiting to be swept, um, and there's yeah nine hundred and seven ac across um, nine hundred twenty-one staking mini pools. So um, how much will come to Thomas? So of the consensus rewards, eight hundred and ninety-five will come to Thomas, and um, 700 uh, 617 will go to our ETH so as rewards for them and then with the execution and tips and MEV there's 11.6 that will go to Thomas and um, 8.8 um, 8 that will go to our ETH and then let's see about the intervals so you can see over here that um, there's breakdown per interval so Thomas hasn't claimed his rewards since interval one so he hasn't claimed his rewards in nine months so each month he's getting about seventy thousand rpl the give or take and he's getting you know a big chunk of eth um and i don't think he's claimed any of them well maybe that doesn't make sense yeah i'm not sure exactly so i haven't really played around with this too much but then what you can do is you can connect your wallet and then you can just um sweep all the rewards that you want so it's uh pretty nice that you know you have this um, capability and yeah thomas has a whole bunch of rewards that he can oh no sorry I'm, i was mistaken this amount here shows you how much is coming into the whole to the whole ecosystem for that period so in um interval 11 there was 300 eth that came in uh, into the smoothing pool i guess or as execution rewards and then seventy three thousand rpl which went to as inflation 
and then you know Thomas here had 5,000 RPL in there that he didn't claim and then other people here you know had claimed or unclaimed amounts as well so this is a really really nice tool that um, DC McCartney made um, people in the community are using it already to like claim their rewards and I think it makes it easier for them to do that so that's really cool um, it's getting some really good feedback and of course you know Val put in uh, um, Val put in uh, a grant application for him as well so, so that's really cool um, moving on from that now or oh, we already talked about that I don't know why that's there um, <laughs> we had this um, Indian YouTube channel where this person was talking about uh, three uh, under the radar crypto altcoin gems with huge potential and then there was one in DeFi, one in liquid staking and one in layer two and uh, here the person starts talking about rocket pool the token that skyrocketed in the bear market. Jee haan, you heard it right. RPL apne all-time high ko 16th April 2023 ko touch kiya tha. At present, RPL apne all-time low se 440,528% upar hai. Lido ki tarah rocket pool bhi ek liquid staking platform hai. Ye Lido se chota hai, lekin unke platform pa lagbog 1 billion dollars each stake hai. Aur Lido ki tarah yaha apko infrastructure Okay, so if you speak Hindi, then the person is kind of like using some Hindi language and some English, but they are uh, basically talking, talking about how great Rocket Pool's growth has been and how it's um, a hidden gem. It's like like Lido, but smaller than Lido, and it has all this stuff. So that's really um, cool that, you know, these like little channels uh, from across the world are now... So this channel is called Altcoin Buzz India. You know, it has 300 subscribers, but um, it's really nice that they're getting these... Um, these uh coverage of rocket pool so that was a nice little find i thought i'd give a coverage to that because it's nice that people around the world are following rocket pool okay and um oh yeah, we already talked about that as well um just give me one moment let me see what i'm missing here um oh yeah okay so that's that's all good and then finally um we have yeah finally we have this uh, little thing so um Mav Maverick uh, talks in general a lot like to people who come in and ask a lot of questions and there's this one person called Punith uh, who has been asking a whole lot of questions and uh, <laughs> Maverick said to them uh, Punith this is a warning asking the occasional question about Rocket Pool that you cannot work out yourself is okay but you can't keep treating this Discord as your own personal research assistant it would be a good idea to share the purpose of all these questions feel free to DM me, DM me if you prefer to discuss further and then Invis put a screenshot in there saying Maverick hates new members. This is unbelievable. <laughs> and Maverick replied by saying, this is wrong. I hate all members. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. And that was that's what I was laughing at earlier. But um, on that note, I'm going to finish today's episode. I hope you all um, enjoyed it. I hope you all have a lovely weekend ahead. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll see you all on Monday. Bye.